Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Look at Along this. Allison Ratzlaff and Ben Fletcher. It's Costa. And welcome back to the Bam Slam podcast. Looks a little different now. We, you can see us. It, it looks so different. And it is so much better. And we, we're going to get into what everybody has been doing since uh, we took our little uh, a hiatus. But Ben, Allison, what's going on? Can you believe we're back here, Allie? We're finally I cannot. Back. I, I cannot, and I'm so thankful. Ben made this all technology part of it work. You we can see us. Day. We're Plug actually live. <laughs> we just had to plug in our mic and show up. This is awesome. No. Uh, genuinely, I did miss talking with you both in terms of a microphone profession. We've been texting. We've been following each other's Instagrams and whatnot and making sure we knew everything that was going on and Ben Ratzlaff's life. But it, it is really good to start talking to you guys and doing a show again together. You have a man crush on him. I Have you seen that kid's <laughs> biceps? How are they looking these days? I haven't seen him in a while. They look good. Uh, but I'm his mother. Um, so that's yeah. weird. Um, but we saw each other at lunch, all of yeah. us. So that was fun. And Costa, who else did we see at we lunch? Do we text a lot. We do. We do. Well... It's it's funny you mentioned who we saw else who the three of us saw at lunch, and that's uh, Ian, uh, the great man who owns McGregor's Ale House down there on San Diego Mission Road, and I had talked to him a while ago while the three of us were doing the I guess the original Bam Slam podcast, although it really hasn't changed. It's still the three of us, although it it does look a lot a lot different. But I always said, listen, the three of us love this place. And we're in here a lot, Ben especially. And mm -hmm. if we, you know, if we ever get the podcast back together, would you be interested in coming on board? I said, yeah, send me the information. So we sent the information and, you know, Ian's super busy. Everyone is super busy. As they're still kind of, you know, coming out of COVID. But we all got, I showed you the email. I forwarded it to you. And it was short, sweet, to the point. Sounds great. I'm in. Cheers, Ian. <laughs> That was yeah, it. so we're going to be doing a lot of stuff with McGregor's. We'll have some drink specials that you can take advantage of. We'll do some live broadcasts there. And yeah. honestly, like that is probably my favorite place in all of San Diego. And I'm not bull crapping. Oh, wait, we can curse on here. I'm not bullshitting um, <laughs> because I it's right down the street from my apartment. Kendall and I go there all the time. Every time people come into town, that's where I go because you see the pictures of Philip Rivers on the wall. Tony Gwynn's jerseys in there. Just an awesome, awesome spot. Hey, guys, I don't want to really toot our own horn, but check this out. What? From uh -oh. Steven, LFG, little flamer. Aww. Steven, thank you, buddy. And thanks to everyone that is tuning in right now. Um, and, and before I go any further, Ben Fletcher set this whole thing up. This, yeah. this video feed, 
the streaming, the whole nine yards, you know, along with his his regular duties as co-host of the morning show at 760 Sports. But Ben, thank you again so much because we were all over here at my house yesterday trying to get the computer synced and all this stuff. And and Allie, she does everything great, but I'm I'm the big idiot in the corner saying, okay, how do I do this? You know, type of thing. So Ben, if we didn't have you. And obviously, Allison, we didn't have you. We wouldn't be doing this. I mean, it's so, it's it's Ben. It's all Ben. Let's be real. <laughs> so he said, "Plug out, this uh, in here. Plug this in here. Turn this on." Right, right. Press like, this come on, link. Man. Yeah, you can <laughs> Just, do this. What is it? Is it stuff. is it MySpace? <laughs> um, Napster, actually. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Ben. So quickly, everyone's going to give the Cliff Notes version of what they've been up to since we, and the reason I will say this, the reason that we, we stopped doing the podcast is that everyone just got insanely busy and literally trying to get us together uh, for 45 minutes or an hour. It, it was almost a near impossibility. Um, and so that's what happened. We, we didn't have a breakup. There was no Yoko Ono, none of that shit. We just, we just got really, really super busy. So Ben, quick. No, Costa was flirting with my wife quite a bit. So <laughs> And that's still going on, but yeah, yeah I, I, you know, I'm much more quiet. We're just about we're it. a little more comfortable with it. But uh, me, my life has been <laughs> fantastic. You know, we launched uh, San Diego Sports 760, which honestly, Costa, without you, that doesn't happen. And all the years you did on the radio with iHeart, um, you're welcome. Yeah, and it's just, it's unfortunate that you're not a part of it. I really feel terrible about that. But it's Big Rich, TDM Fletch, it's Rich Ornberger, Travis Dale, and myself. And we are the biggest three idiots on the planet with what we do, but we're having a lot of fun doing it. Um, if you haven't checked it out, AM 760, Kendall and I are almost a year into marriage now, March 25th. Oh my God, is it a year? A year. Which yeah, is I nuts. Can't believe it. Yeah, and she's in the other room right now, but uh, it's been great. Life has been really good and ultimately just miss you too. That's really sweet. It's crazy. It's um, been a year since we had that party for you guys. I, I, know. I just can't believe that. A so year. Fast. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny is and that she still kind of likes me. I don't get it. That is oh, that, well, that you're I doing something it. well. Remember, happy life, happy wife. Um, Other way around. <laughs> happy wife, happy life. I don't know. Mine's mine's out of town till Saturday. So <laughs> she's happy. Yeah. So I'm dealing, I'm dealing with this. This is her love, Shirley. And when I say her love, if Shirley and I were in the boat with Meg and whatever, and she had to choose one this dog would stay in the boat and I would be the one that was jumping out of it. Um, I don't know why I brought Shirley up to show you guys, but it's okay. thank you. I'm having one of those senior moments. No, I was going to ask Allison um, what you've been doing, Allie. Uh, I guess kind of well, a lot of work and a lot of recovery. I got really sick in July and that was when we, I think our last show was in July. Yeah. And then a couple of weeks later, I was in the hospital. So I got really sick, but everything's good now. They've got it treated and I'm much, much better. And um, that was a long haul, but working, um, you know, mom stuff, it's traveling, right. doing a lot of traveling still, travel, when, you know, whenever I can, which just makes this kind of fun because we can do this wherever we are now. We don't have to say, you know, we don't have to take, oh, I'm going to be gone for three weeks or whatever. So that's kind of fun. 
we are committing to at least two of these a week, and that'll be awesome. Allie, not to sound rude, but I don't think it would be this show if I didn't. Are we allowed to make fun of um, the weeks you were in the hospital yet? Has enough time passed? What? What? What happened? Not make fun of it. Like it was very serious, and Cost and I were both very scared. You, can make fun of what, you know how I am. You know my sense of humor. You can right. I'd rather you time. make fun of it than okay. anything else. Right. It honestly, this moment. But why was just did I so say? Funny was I delirious? Head. No. I the <laughs> very first text you sent us was, "I'm in the hospital," and Costa and I were like, "Oh shit, what is happening?" And then yeah. the next one was, "I look like a Oompa Loompa." <laughs> <laughs> I did. I was. I was. I was not looking myself. And I'll I think that, that was the moment where we were both like, "Oh well, she's okay." I was scaring well, myself. I would look. Uh, <laughs> I'd go into the bathroom in my room. I was like, "What is happening?" <laughs> it was very scary. But I did have no, a gorgeous. You... I had the most gorgeous room. My the hospital looked out literally over the Torrey Pines golf course and the ocean, like and right. hang gliders, and I mean, I literally had a full ocean view. It was like being at a spa. So that part was cool. Well, remember the one time early on when you FaceTimed us and you, you couldn't stop farting? And we were like, whoa. Would you stop. How sick I, I, Holy moly. Don't make shit up, Costa. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, we um they were still, I mean, the 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 rules were pretty strict about going into a hospital. Yeah. Yeah. And, COVID rules were still really strict. You couldn't right, you, we, uh, it was like one person a day, and it had to be this. You know, if that person that person could leave and come back, but an, that person yeah. couldn't leave, and then a different person come, it was still it yeah. had to be like the same person. I don't know. It was very very strict. So, um, so one day my boys came and they, so one came up and got me, and he literally like kind of snuck me out. I threw on my tennis shoes with my hospital gown, and I went down to the courtyard of the hospital and met the other boys, and <laughs> we took. Oh, they took were you supposed to walk. do that? I don't know. I came back and they were sort of like, where'd you go? <laughs> I, was like, I thought I could go. Sorry. I just cold. I just cold. Um, yeah. Drug my IV with me and off I went. Um, but yeah, th that hospital is great. Script screen can't say enough great things about the people there. No, we Nurses, were it, it doctors, was, amazing. It was scary, but um, I mean, obviously it, everything worked out for the best and your health was, was uh, paramount. So if we could do a, a, a podcast or not, God, who gave a crap as long as <laughs> yeah. you were, uh, you were okay. I, I, it's gotten so busy for me. I think I was doing Sully's show, the big biz show from Loft 100 studios when we were still, um, podcasting together and I was still doing the Vegas thing. Although the Vegas thing has gotten very, very busy to the point where, I'm traveling every other week and and there's a lot lot more time that's being dedicated to it. It's it's fun. It's awesome, but it's there's just a lot more or more travel and I'm, I'm lucky to be working and and making a paycheck. Uh this past fall I did Aztec sidelines again at Snapdragon. And it was great to be involved with Ben and John and Jim Russell and obviously Rich Hornberger and and Ted Leitner and life How is good. Badass is that stadium. There's like, another great thing about McGregor's. It's it's like five steps away from Snapdragon. Did we, you, we've did done you that walk the, a bunch. The, did you work the first game when it was like a million degrees? I don't remember if I talked to you about it. I did. It was yeah. And it, it was, was um, a million degrees. It was insane. But I you know, I've been in Tempe uh for early season Arizona State games and I, the thing is you just drink a, a ton of water and the people in San Diego who were 
the ones who are freaking out right now about the rain and or that the snow is coming down to some lower elevation like El Cajon are the same ones who are like, oh, my God, it's the apocalypse. I've never felt it this hot. And it's like, hey, idiot. That's me. It's, I, it's, I'm, it's I'm a weather nerd. I love it. It's so fun to have. It, it's fun because it's always so the same here. So I think when yeah. we get something that's different, it is like, oh my God, it's been raining for six days. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, it's we, 45 we're degrees. Not, we're just not prepared for it in San Diego. Yeah. At, at both extremes. Really, right. you know, a lot of wind and rain or a lot of heat. And I'll tell you what I'm really pumped about is some of the shows they have come to Snapdragon. Because like yeah. you said, McGregor's is right here. Well, Kendall yeah. and I can walk. We've done the walk to Snapdragon a million times. That's what we would do during COVID. We would walk around the construction site. Yeah. And so Guns and Roses coming up in like October. Coldplay. Yeah. We're going to all of them. Cold, yeah. yeah. Coldplay's coming. I think it's September, right? Yeah. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. And I think that the, um, the, uh, What's his name? Uh, You're doing great. Cheeseburger Paradise. Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Buffett. Buffett. Jimmy Buffett. God, sorry. I kept on. Yeah, it's rescheduled. Yeah, I don't know I when it's going to yeah. happen, but it is rescheduled. Pink and then Red Hot coming. Chili Peppers also. Yeah. So there, it's it's going to be there's going to lot there's going to be a lot of big names and it's the perfect venue. Uh, and being you know right down the road is is McGregor's right there at the corner. Of uh, San Diego Mission Road and what street are you? What street are you on, uh, Ben? It's uh, Mission Road and Rancho Mission Road is mine. Rancho Mission Road and San Diego Mission Road. And then Mission what's Road. Mission Road? Yeah, that's the other yeah. one. Right there, McGregor's right there. So to Ian and everybody, McGregor's, thank you so much. Uh, and as Ali said, we're going to have uh, live events there. We're going to have live podcast tapings, food specials, drink specials. We even have swag and gifts. To, uh, probably going to be some sort of event where if you can beat Pop Pop, aka Costa and Pool, yes. you're going to get something, which is which is pretty easy to do. In fact, I'll put it up right now. I'll I'll buy your beer if you beat Costa and Pool. There you go. Challenge uh, challenge accepted. So obviously, a lot's been going on since the three of us stopped talking uh, in a podcast <laughs> format. But i you know the big news here in here in San Diego is is. Padres are in Peoria. Spring training is going on, and Padres we certainly know. <clears throat> yeah, and we certainly know that there is one Padre who's going to be here until thirty thirty four. I want to say is the length of Manny Machado's contract. Mm, Allison, all of them, I know by the way. Much... Like yeah, Fernando Tatis. is tied up till thirty four. Manny's thirty four. Musgrove, I think it's thirty four also. Bogarts yeah. is 34. Oh my God. And Alice, we know how you feel about Manny. V attractive is the term that is always used when we talk about Mr. Machado. Yeah. But and what you what do you think when it because it was being talked about, you know, Manny's gonna opt out, which is shrewd business on his part. That's totally, just, yeah. Everybody I, does it in baseball. I don't I think people didn't uh, most people know what that means about opt out, but there are some people who don't realize that that doesn't mean he's leaving. It just means he was opting out of the current contract and, you know, the negotiations started. And honestly, I think the ne negotiations were going on from the minute he said that well, for, since before he said that, I don't think he right. ever was really going to leave here. They seem to love it here. He and his wife, they've, they're building a house or have built a house in Coronado. They, um, do a lot in the community that a lot of people don't even realize they do. They're pretty quiet about a lot of it. And, you know, 
it's so like I, I since he's been here i mean there hasn't been a you know scandal or it, there's just nothing bad surrounding the guy he's he's always got a big smile he's happy to be here he loves the fans he loves he, i think he and peter seidler have a very loyal and close relationship i think peter seidler told manny from the beginning we will do this 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 and this and he's yeah. done it and he's done it and so manny he's done everything that he said he would do and so i think manny feels a great sense of loyalty um to the seidlers and i think i don't know i just get tired of people around the country who haven't seen him since he was you know I don't know what team the Orioles, the, Dodgers. The, yeah, the Orioles, and the, and yes, especially okay, the well, Orioles because he was so that, young. He was so young to that point, and he, he's he's hated universally by all these yeah. people that don't. That, all these people, <clears throat> excuse me. All but these I don't even. I can't fans. even figure out why. Like he tripped somebody, or, or, or supposedly, and when he was a Dodger, I don't know. And that, there might have been some, may have been some. Things that was he like did, his but, last. That was his last incident. Yeah, but, I do, right. I, he earned that reputation before getting to San Diego. What I will say, he totally since he's did. been in San Diego, he's been the perfect captain. He's and, been and he, everything you would want out of a three hundred million dollar player. Right, and he got here when he was twenty six. Yeah. So you're, we're talking about things he did when he was twenty three, twenty four. You know, a lot of kids are assholes when they're twenty three and twenty four, especially when they've been told for years and years and years that they're the greatest and they're making a ton of money. And you know, a lot of them act that way. I don't know. He's been nothing but a leader on and off the field. Um, and I, th I think a really great example of that was when he yelled at Tatis in the dugout. And a lot of people say, oh, well, why do you do that? And he humiliated him and stuff. When he yelled at him in the dugout that time and said, it's not about you. And you know what? Everything that's happened since, because with Tatis, we now know he was right in what he was saying to him. And he was already seeing what, what was coming. It's almost like he knew that they're not what was going to, that he was going to break his wrist and all that other stuff. But I think he, he knew that maybe he saw himself in Tatis when he was that age. You You're know? exactly I buy, right. I, I, I think totally that Manny it. wishes someone told him that when he was Tatis's yes. age, because they were on the same sort of career path. And I like, I think that it's only going to be helpful for Tatis. What I will say is the words opt out together are scary. Yeah. And it's scary for a fan base when you hear that because opt out insinuates leaving opt-out means a million things one of those things is leaving most likely he's trying to get a new contract with the Padres by the way he's earned a new contract with the Padres and Peter Seidler has said that over and over again what's more impressive is that Peter Seidler one day says Manny's my top priority two days later Manny signed yeah like that's, that's what's just ridiculous a owner does that 11 years 350 million dollars 45 million dollars in a signing uh, bonus, a signing bonus, obviously all of it, uh, all of it guaranteed. No, Peter, Peter Seidler to me, and I said this um, yesterday with our good buddy Dave Pelle and, and Sully on the the Big Biz Show. He's he's already statue worthy because this, if it, it put Dean Spanos, oh. We've got a great NFL story coming up later. Costa, I, I haven't heard it in too plan. long. Can you can you give me a suck it, Dean? Suck it, Dean. Thank you. We needed um, that. Do you, you guys think he, he has to see this? He's just a human being, right? He has to see this. He, and, who, Dean Weenie? But I mean, it's got to cross his mind when he sees this and think what could have been. He has to. Yeah. 
I, I think not, you're right, Ali. Because it could have been this. You mean like, it's only human? Like, fans have shown that? that they will show up for a team who's willing to show up for them, and but uh, if, it's if, really cool to see. If this was Dean Spanos, and I realize there's a salary cap in the National Football League and things like that, but there's one in he, baseball too. They just yeah. keep blowing through it. Right? Do you think for a second Dean Spanos would would have done what Peter Seidler has done in such a short period of time to endure endear himself? not only to your fan base, but to the guys in the locker room. Think about all the organizations and professional sports where guys walk in. It's like, F that, you know, where's the owner? F that guy. And it there isn't the- there isn't an owner in sports like Peter Seidler. I just truly believe that in any sport. And and that's that's my whole point. Like we had the fans. We, yes, needed a new stadium desperately. I, I understand all that. We don't need to rehash it. But But Dean was such a, he was so elusive. He never wanted to ingratiate himself here or be really a true part of the community and, and be he was that afraid owner. of his own shadow. Yeah. I mean, it, if they had got, if he had just stuck it out and worked through it and found a way to get the stadium done, uh, deal done here and had made himself a, a, a man, you know, who's just a favorite among his players, his staff, his fans, a man, of, a man of the people. Yeah, Peter Seiler. I mean, what a what an incredible human being he is. Well, there's two it. types of billionaires in this world, right? There's the billionaire who just wants to win, Peter, and there's the billionaire who is clutching on to his last pennies. Uh, that would be Dean. But uh, do you guys notice anything about me? Mm-hmm. You've got yeah, the okay. Seidler stash. That is for Seidler. Oh, is that a thing? The Seidler stash? And we're making it a thing. I think Rich and I are the only two who are doing it. But you should start, Allie, You too. <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna get a press on one to wear the next yeah. episode just make sure you hashtag it um a lot of the a lot of god please don't if you're if you're telling yourself you're not gonna say it then you really shouldn't say it brazilian anyhow um no <laughs> god he couldn't hold himself back there's the sidler stash and the sidler strip okay oh, god. lewis anyhow Sorry, I'm sorry. Go play with your dog. Kicked off YouTube. <laughs> well, it was a great first episode, guys. <laughs> you're now banned. But Allison, you're right. He's he's done. He's put his money where his mouth is. I think he has spent money for the most part wisely. And I I was one of the first one when Tat when Tatis came down with the ringworm that um, I said launch his ass into the sun. And you I think a lot of that. people. I think a lot of people are of that same mindset, especially with Shohei Otani out there. But, you know, Seidler, there's a reason he is where he is. There's a reason I am where I am. And he kept his wits about him. And if – do we all agree if, if Tatis is 100% healthy and kind of sticks to the program? and it I, and I do like think, he is. Yeah, and I do think the organization has him over the barrel a little bit. It's like, okay, you F up oh, one more time. Him. You are going to travel to the sun. And by the way, every team in Major League Baseball would love to have Tatis currently on this contract. Because even though, yeah, like it is an extremely team-friendly deal to have a superstar of his potential. Now he needs to hit that potential. And I'm saying it needs to be a 30 home run year or adjust that for however many games he's actually going to play. But more than anything, don't you just want to see him if he's eligible for 140 or 138 this year? He's able to play 100 of them. That's what I want. That should be the goal. Play 100 of them. Well, it's a show, you know, Ali, my thought is 
prove to yourself yeah that you're worth all of this yeah and that you know you you can get past this little bump that you don't want to become a mountain I, I think he will. I mean, seeing him participate with Joe Musgrove and the swimming, uh, the diving thing that they were doing together all off season. Yeah. And I think with Manny's leadership and, and, and Bogart's leadership, evidently he's a huge leader in the clubhouse from everything I'm hearing. And, you know, I also thought it was funny when Manny said in his press conference yesterday, oh, you know, Soto next, yeah. like he's Did you see I mean, Soto's reaction. I didn't see his reaction. So Darnay, Darnay trip with NBC seven had the picture. Juan Soto sitting, he was in the press conference. A lot of the yeah, Padres I knew were he was there. Yeah. And he's sitting in the back like this. <laughs> yeah. Well, Juan, and I, yes, I, please. I, I know you're watching this in Peoria. You got to play a little bit better this season. If we're going to talk about a, he will. I think he'll turn it on like he was doing in the playoffs last year. Dude, I'm telling yeah. you, even with him not playing well, if he were to sign a contract right now, $500 million. Yeah. I mean, he probably won't until, you know, he has two more years, so I can't see anything happening until next year. The earliest. I know, I, and Costa, I, realize, I know you but... make that face, but that's what it would be. I, and I realize Soto's only 24. He, yeah. he yeah. looks like he's 33. Yeah, he does. He's he's still a young pup. And, and like think right, about it. the contract Manny just signed, eleven years, three fifty. Yeah. But now imagine that you're getting within whatever contract Soto signs. If by the way, if he's not with the Padres, it's probably going to be a four year deal somewhere. And I could very that's a very likely possibility. Right. But if it is one of these long term super deals that we're seeing, like you're talking annual average salary or annual average annual value of well over forty million a year. I'm curious what you guys think about the whole you know small market oh and, and you know Bullshit. mlb is putting together this review committee like how are the padres doing this it's, Eric, it's, Costa, i don't let me jump in i don't uh, think that you can have i don't think that you can i, I think small market is irrelevant market big market small market i think it's irrelevant now i think they all have the money it's whether they want to spend it or line their own pockets do you know why it's irrelevant because they're all billionaires Billionaire, exactly. with a b that means yeah. they have this is literally peter seidler as much credit as we give him for spending all this money it's not a ton of money to him and by the way we don't he's raking in a bunch of it back every time san diego or petco park gets completely filled up yeah so it, this is about winning a championship and peter's the only one with who he's just okay with not making quite as much as the I, rest of them they're all I, making money I, I really am not going to curse a lot um, in this new iteration of the Bam Slam podcast, but Rob Manfred and all those other owners that are, you know, suddenly have the magnifying glass out and they're the aptly at, named Dick Monfort or whatever yeah, his name is. Yeah, I, I you know, I, want, I, I will put it delicately. I, I'm not going to be a jerk, but eat shit. Okay. Yeah. Because. All right, this you will know, be the Instagram promo. 26 minutes in, Costa says <laughs> eat shit to every MLB owner. You know, what What do you want? Do you want it to always be the Mets and the Yankees, the Braves and the Dodgers? Or do you do you want to grow your sport? You want to do things where you get, you know, your different teams and everybody. Do you want parity in Major League Baseball? And that's, hey, the, I think Peter Seidler's like, yeah, F you guys. I got the money. We're going to spend it. Too bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And all these people. All right, our, are, number, our number one fan, Steven, here says Padres opening day should be a citywide holiday. I agree. Hell yes. I know where I'm going to be for opening day. Are you going to go? Hell yeah, dude. Okay. Are you kidding me? Opening day press box nachos? 
But Come on that, now. That's true. Allie, are you going to go? That's true. Uh, yes. Yes. I'm not and sure. I'm going, and Friday. And yeah. I'll okay. It's March 30th against the Rockies, correct? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. I, I just, I want to be there just to see Eric Hosmer run out on the, oh, never mind. <laughs> You know who I do feel bad for? And I feel bad that he's missing oh, it all. And I, I'm obsessed with his wife. I just love her. Is Maggie and Will Myers. Oh, I love them. We're, I feel- Will is not gone, all right? Will is still right here because Costa <laughs> is still going to do the Will watching report do every you think single week. Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll get him back at the trade deadline. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know where he'd play, but oh, I... God, I was- Maggie, More than Will Myers, you know who I miss? The cutest. She's so cute. She loves it here so much. And I know people that went and saw, um, saw that. Or I don't know them. I know of people that went and saw them at their at their spring training game. And um, Maggie like cried when she saw them. Come yeah. over, so. You know who I miss more I, than Will Myers? Who? LFGSD Jorge Alfaro. I know he hit a freaking mash in his first spring training game this year. And then, uh, did you see Josh Bell's home run that went over like two ballparks yesterday? Really? Yeah. Um, I, I was never a big Alfaro fan. Why? I, the dude was just, a backup oh, pitcher and had like it. five walk-offs last it, it, year. It, it's for no reason. I mean, I, I I'm glad he helped the team, but I wasn't like, oh my god. I you love know, I Josh. thought his hair was a little extra. Uh, I mean, come on, look at it. No, uh, I love Josh Bell. See, he, to me, Josh Bell. See, I want guys who, when when I like Josh comes, Bell, too. when push comes to shove, you want a badass coming out of your dugout. That's like Jorge okay, Alfaro. You want to dance? I'll pay the band. Jorge Alfaro. Josh, Josh, no, Josh Bell yes. was that guy. No, Jorge Alfaro was literally Aquaman. He'd be like, oh, don't don't punch my hair. No, he, no, he could get down and scrap. All right. All right. I, I miss Will Myers so much. I, I do. It, that I uh, think he that had the playoff game when he, when he took, yeah, when he took every, all the fans followed him to all those bars around in the gas lamp Bugs. and he paid for all of them. Like he, mm-hmm. he was behind the bar making drinks. And I mean, it was just so fun to see him see, but it have been that great if experience. Back. If he came back, how awkward would that have been? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, remember when you all said goodbye to me and gave me a curtain call as I was walking off the field for the last time? I'm back and I'm hitting <laughs> 115 again. You're right. And I, I, I wish him the best in uh, as a Cincinnati Red. I, I do, but I am I am gonna miss him. Uh, we'll do the will watching report. You know who looks like they're okay. hitting really well is uh Grish. He's yeah, hitting he well and he yeah. looks different. He's I feel like I was watching a little bit of that the other day, and he's he's um Looks like he's doing something different. It's the way he's standing, it's the and he's been uh, read. He was. Oh, I think was it Bogarts that was working with him. Somebody was working with him. No, it was uh, Carpenter. Oh yeah, yeah. Carpenter. Yep, yeah. yep, yeah, Matt Carpenter. Yep. So. Uh, what, hey, what? What's this? Should we be concerned about the Musgrove toe injury? I mean, when you drop a kettlebell in your toe. You guys, I dropped a plate on my big toe at the gym. Uh, not long after I got out of the hospital. A plate is 45 pounds. I know you don't really mess with that stuff. I had a 45 pound plate that I was lifting from the, I was moving it from the rack to the, you know, bar and it it just came, I was holding, it just came right on my hand, dropped right on Ah! my big toe. I Ah! have never in my life, it was like, it sent like shockwaves through my whole body. It was insane how bad it hurt. 
And it's still to this day is like, if I, I guess it's pretty much fine now, but it took a long time for it to feel better, but I'm well, sure he's the, getting far better treatment than I yeah. did, which was none. I had none. That's, so. the, that's the thing. You can't really cast a toe per se. No. Yeah. You, you just got to wait and stuff, but, but it hurts it's like just, a it's, mother. Oh, again, it just always takes me back to the, why can't we have nice things? Yeah, you know, no. why, why did we get, we have all this great spring training momentum and then Joe drops a, uh, a kettlebell on his his toe. I'm excited. Think, how much will he miss? What do you think? What do you guys think? Uh, what I saw last night, it was like three weeks of the regular season, like yeah. max. But I don't think they're going to rush him. They don't. They don't have a need to rush him back. Right. There, right. It's not like you know we really need Joe to get those innings in in spring training to see what we have in him. Right. And what you don't it, want him to do yeah. is push off too hard on that foot and right. strain his arm or elbow or shoulder right. in the process. Yeah, yeah I, he'll be fine. Um, I think they'll probably do similar things like what they're doing with Tatis now, where Tatis is not playing every day during spring training because they don't want him to rush anything with the surgically repaired shoulder and two-time wrist. <laughs> so I think they're trying to slow play him also. Casa loves Tatis so much. Uh, before we get out, because we got like five minutes left here, we did need to pick up right where we left off and make fun of the Chargers a little more. Allie, what do you got? Okay, so that... Um national the football players association they did a thing where they were grading um you guys are gonna kill me because i don't have it in front of me uh anyway sorry i lost it but they um they were grading team all they all 32 team nfl teams on like um 1300 players vote you know put in these grades on these different things like how their families are treated how their facility their locker room is like the food that they get um the the training staff the training room and so they, anyway the chargers overall grade was a d minus <laughs> sorry i had all the grades in front of me for every team and the dallas cowboys were an a plus Gosta, get they, they were first Gosta, they i gotta first. hear it give it to me Suck it, Dean. <laughs> and what was funny was that the um, the Chiefs came in 28th, which I thought was interesting because they, you know, won the Super Bowl. You would think they would yeah. be great about all that stuff. So, so anyway. I wonder if it's like Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey get treated like kings, and then everyone else gets treated like shit. Yeah, I, that's probably yeah, I what it is. Yeah, two different like, facilities. Than, uh, wasn't that the story about Barry Bonds when he would go on the road? He would have his own whole area. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why that's why he's so beloved by his his uh, his former teammates. But it's so great to hear for the Spanos family a D minus overall. Here, I'll that tell is- you, I found it. They're um, they're uh, here we go, Los Angeles Chargers D minus. They got an F in nutrition. <laughs> <laughs> they wonder why they're always hurt. <laughs> they got uh, well, people can look this up. Go to NF nflpa.com and you can look at you can read the whole thing about all the different grades they all got but yeah they did really bad all right listen the the best thing it's not even a surprise from the amount of former chargers we know and interact with it's not a surprise at all (laughs) we're not shocked hey listen thanks again to ian and everybody at uh mcgregor's right there in uh san diego mission road steps away from Snapdragon for coming on as the uh, title sponsor of the Bam Slam podcast. As we said at the beginning of the show, we're going to be down there uh, with live tapings. We're going to have parties. We're all going to get together. And, uh, and, and we're going to have out. guests on the podcast. We're gonna and have- we're actually going to have real live guests on the uh, on the podcast. So to everybody, we had, 
we had some good guests when we were audio. We had you know, Laura Oakman. We had Chris Myers from Fox Sports. Oh, yeah. We had David Dave Barrett. Palais. So we we've had uh, who? L.A. Oh yeah, Dave Palais. Yeah. Okay. So we've had we some know. good people. We'll definitely uh, continue to up the the guest list as uh, as well. But for everybody who tuned in tonight, everyone who is back on board with the uh, Bam Slam podcast, we certainly appreciate you being part of our family. And uh, last but never least, you brave men and women of the United States Armed Forces, what you do, what you've done for us. It's been a while. I don't know if I can still do this. Bam Slam fam, we love you. <laughs> we nailed it. Nice work, guys. Bye. And Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.